podcasting from Chico, California. This is the Barbless Fly Fishing Podcast, where we discuss fly fishing, guiding, fishery science and management, conservation, and more. Know better. Fish better. Learn more at barbless.co. Here's your hosts, Chad Alderson and Nick Hanna. This episode of the Barbless Fly Fishing Podcast is brought to you by California Trout working throughout the state to ensure we have resilient wild fish thriving in healthy waters for a better California. Support Caltrout's innovative science-based work by becoming a member or donating today at caltrout.org. Hey, up we have Forrest Rogers from... Rock Treads. Rock Treads. I heard of you guys. Hopefully. You're doing some... Uh, you're, you're helping people not break their tailbones, I read. Yeah, young and old keep you from falling down and uh, actually stay in the boot so you you don't fall. Uh, our entire basis of the product is uh, aluminum traction, which is uh, pretty readily acceptable in the industry these days. We've got Patagonia with a $550 boot cool. with aluminum. Um, so we've got a kit that works on any boot, a uh, pair of tennis shoes, a pair of uh, keen sandals that down to your uh, whatever Sims or G3s or whatever other brand of boot you want to wear. Cool. Uh, you already have them probably, and so you can add us to to it. Uh, we have a custom installation method that guarantees they stay in the boot, uh, unlike everything else in the market that, that falls out. Um, we are also using a, 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 a really hard aluminum, unlike everybody else. Uh, it lasts a lot longer. Um, I don't know if I might be getting into too much detail right now. No, it's cool. The, the people that listen to this show are pretty nerdy, and we get into um, you would you would be frightened how detailed we get on certain things. Well, good. Um, I thought was what was pretty cool, you, you talked about, you know, you can use your product on any of these boots, but when I walked up to your booth, um, you had these discs in the bottom of your, your daughter's shoe. Yep, her wading shoes. It's a yep. nice uh, It wasn't even a, 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 it's a, a converse boot. or something. It was, yeah, Adidas, it was a regular Adidas, shoe. Uh, toe cap. I uh, thought that was super cool. Toes. She loves it. She's 11 years old, and uh, they... I can't get them to fish yet, but they love just being in the water. So it's nice. Yeah. I can take them and uh, they go one way. I go the other way. Yeah, I went up. I went up. That's the first thing, first thing I saw and I asked about it. And he, and he said that story. And I was like, I had to check to see if you're full of shit. So I checked the bottom to see if there's any sediment in the shoe. And there was. There was sand in there. And I'm like, all right, he's, he's serious. Should have well, cleaned them better. I unless it was a really good scam. I, I know from experience just how important having those extra cleats or a material on the bottom of a, of a felt or a rubber sole is. Well, and especially so you, yeah, the when, rubber soles these days, yeah. they're useless in the water. Right. Um, I get yeah. the idea. Felt is a good scapegoat for make people aware to clean your stuff off. Uh, I, I don't think everything stays just in the felt, but it raises awareness for people to, hey, how about at least put your boots in the sunshine for a minute? Uh, we were invented because a river we fished in Tennessee got hit with Didymo, uh, which lives in some rivers and doesn't in others. This is a tailwater, so it's got a lot of extra oxygen in it. And the Didymo grew like unbelievably fast. It sucked all the oxygen out of the water. So it was, invasive plant or yeah, It looks algae? like toilet paper in the water. It's this oh, white snot, and it would grow in these long 10, 12-foot chunks. And it sucked all the oxygen out of the water, and yep. it's killing the fish. Yep. And uh they determined that it, they think it came from uh, a popular river about two hours away in Virginia. But Didymo's fine there. It doesn't grow like that. Because every river is its own ecosystem. Sure. So there's in that one river system where it was okay, there's all the other stuff figured out a way to kind of like combat it because it evolved with it. Right. And but it, you bring that invasive some piece, guy just that invasive thing in. Fished the up one. there, threw his boots in the back yeah. of the truck, drove down. Covered in Didymo. Got right in and 
that's all it takes and it's that's it, again it's not felt's fault specifically the neoprene holds water but stuff will live in felt for 30 days uh wow. so yeah especially if you if you're consistently take your boots off and throw them in the corner of the garage yeah. no sunshine they can stay wet forever and uh so it again it, it's a it's a good scapegoat for for the industry and and Luckily, everybody's moving towards the rubber just to help uh, in any way they can to do that. But the problem with rubber, no matter what kind of rubber, from Michelin to Vibram, it sucks in the water. Yeah. I mean, uh, on a rock, it's terrible. Yeah. And that's where you add uh, our aluminum to it and, and walk like a well, water let, Let's talk about um, the thing that's unique about your product, and it also made me stop, is the shape and that there's absolutely no porous edges on it. it's just like a smooth surface yeah it's a, and i have to i assume it the metal it's a it, the metal's like grippy or something somehow yeah yeah so the aluminum is softer than the rock but harder than the slime so it cuts through any goop but then as soon as it hits the rock with with the type we're using it takes 60 pounds of pressure to manipulate the surface of it so okay. with just every step if you weigh 200 pounds each step's about 400 pounds you're putting down uh with okay. each step so it only takes 60 to manipulate the bottom of our of the aluminum and then it it microscopically molds to the exact yeah. contours of the, what you're stepping on. I'm going to like two pieces of sandpaper. I, I'm thinking like if you, if you've ever messed with silly putty as a kid and you push the silly putty into like a coin and the face of the coins there, mm -hmm. I imagine that's kind of what's happening, but on a very microscopic small, level, yeah. one you couldn't see, but it, yeah. that's, that's how and why it works. But it's making that, that, that grip. That's pretty cool. Yeah. When I first looked at it, I was like, oh, wow, like that's, there's a lot of material there, you know, these big aluminum discs across the whole bottom of the boot. Like you would, the first, your first look at like a photo of it, you're like, man, it looks like you'd almost be slipping around even more. Yeah. And that's you what know? a lot of people think it, uh, and that it's part of the education of, of it. But I think with all the other brands having some, some sort of aluminum option and stuff, it, right. it's, uh, it's bec it, that it, it, people understand that it's not slicker. Um, it can be on like perfectly smooth concrete. Uh, it can be you. You can skate a little bit, but <laughs> right. you can do it with any studs. Any stud, uh, yeah, it'll exactly. Do that. Um, but that's the you know most other studs in the industry, carbide or tungsten. They're actually harder than the rock, so it's great to cut through some slime. But as soon as you get to that rock, you cause what's called a skip point. You've got two hard surfaces in tiny microscopic pinpoints. It makes it actually slicker on you. You're depending on uh, undulation in the rock to catch and grab the tungsten studs. I've noticed that. Whereas, yep. so if you got smooth, the uh, South Holston in Tennessee's slate bottoms, flat yeah. slate, I mean, tungsten doesn't do anything because you just, it just makes it skatey. Yeah, um, I mean, the one, the other thing I like about your product is um, a lot of guys will get rid of their boots when they, they perceive the end of life of the boot as how much tread left on it, on the bottom. But like structurally, the boot might be good. All the seams are still good, good ankle support, all that. Maybe they put new laces in. This that you guys come, you, your product like basically comes in. You can retrofit the bottom of it and basically give yourself another year or two, and then those Easily. those cleats last. We got way past that, so you could literally transfer those to the next pair and, too, right? And our due to our permanent install nature, it's kind of a pain to take them out and put them back in. But at a sixty dollars price point, what's your safety worth? Right. Just get, if you get new boots, get a new set. You can take the screws out, and I'll send you screws for free to replace it if you do want to move them. Uh, and take them out, but you do have to drill them out because okay. of the Loctite. Uh, oh, got it. But so, let, let's talk about the, the you know how you install these things because yeah. that's one thing I'm not super clear on because the 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 bit head inside the right side so right. It's a three piece system. Uh, so we have what's called a lockdown nut, which is a custom made 
T-nut basically that fits inside of the shoe. So you do have to drill okay. a hole through your boot. Uh, I, I know these are, everybody th treats them like they're your Kohan Sunday shoes, but you do <laughs> remember you walk in mud in these and you throw them yeah. in the back of trucks and stuff. So drilling a hole in it's not going to hurt anything. And but you're yes, basically just drilling pilot holes for yeah, the you put system a, to go a hole. The kit comes with a drill bit that's the right size. And so you, you drill the hole where you want to put one of the treads. And then mm -hmm. on the inside of the boot, you put the lockdown nut. And then you essentially bolt it through. Now, so it squeezes all the layers of the boot together. Do you guys have, you know, when you, if you get like Ikea products sometimes and, and it's a hanging, you're going to hang it. They have like a little tent drill holes you know template you can put on the wall and then drill your pilots do you guys have anything for that for the tread configuration yep, online there's a bunch of uh, uh patterns that people suggested okay. and that we oh, come up cool. with that you can print and they're they're basically a size 12 shoe so you can okay. lay it on and figure it out and but just, yeah it's really when you get your boot bottom it's pretty clear as to it's pretty clear as to where you want to put them because uh, you can you see where it's worn out that's probably a good spot where you want to put put, right. put one uh but as long even the old football cleat pattern works great where you just put like three or four in the front and two in the back. Yeah. Yep. You don't need a ton. We give you enough for almost two pairs of boots really, but so right. let, let's say I go into my local fly shop and I'm I, you know, I'm kind of a, I'm not a hick, so I don't have like a shit ton of power tools and all that at home. And I or I just don't have time and I want some, I want the guy that's selling the product to put it on. Do they do you have do your, your retailers, do they actually do the installs? Yep, most of our shops okay. are doing it. We That's got a pretty good, cool. good story of shop in uh, Montana. The, the what, what shops will do is they'll offer the install. You buy a set, they'll charge you 20 bucks, leave your boots, come get them in two days, and they're done. It's so like it's a $20 install. That's what a lot of yeah, people that's charge. Hard. Yeah. Uh, it takes no about brand. a, you get good at it, you can do it. I can do it in 22 minutes, a pair of boots, but I've gotten pretty good at it. But, you know, the guy, I got another group in West Yellowstone, and they they do they did 180 sets uh, from July through September. Holy uh, And the kid there. So what they do is a lot of shops will take the low man on the totem pole, and oh yeah, and uh, and say you're the install man, and we've got video training, and we'll we'll teach them how to do it well. And yeah. then They get the the shop just gives them the install money, so they go home at night, get a six pack of beer, do 10, 10 pairs of boots, and oh, okay, make a couple hundred bucks. Nice. Uh, well, that's cool. Uh, it also, you know, I think as a if you're a shop owner. Like it just gives you another thing you can monetize too in the yep, shop. It's a service. There's there's idle time in the shop, so the guy's sitting there, he's just on the internet or whatever. Uh, I think what an important important message is, you know, I when I worked at a fly shop and we have a lot of valley rivers below dams and so a lot of mossy rocks and people would ask, you know, what what do I need? Like if I'm going out and like how do I you know, waiting staff, all these different things and, and the most important part is the boot, boot. you know, it's yeah. the boot. It's to keep you safe on the water when yeah. you're walking around. All those slick rocks and, and the studs are the only thing that's going to, it's like having a, a waiting staff is what I would imagine, you know, without yeah. having the waiting staff. It's well, just would, amazing how sticky you are got, out there. I've got probably two dozen emails of people saying, I, I drop, I don't have to carry the stupid waiting stick anymore. That's awesome. And really? So that's, this is like on the, the shoes. I haven't used them yet, so I'm really curious. Yeah. I th they say waiting sticks are required once you hit 60. I think it's like, <laughs> yeah. uh, and that, and we've done really well with the uh, older market because who has time and can afford to fish all the time is retired guys. Uh, right, and right. So they, they, we've been doing really well. We partnered with Fly Fishers International uh, to where their members can buy, get a discount, and we donate 15% back to the to their cause. Um, on the install, real quick, you can for yeah. 30 bucks you can mail them to us. Oh, you guys uh, will do and it. We'll install it and mail them back. Uh, Does that include the shipping? Yep, inc that wow. includes the shipping. So that's a uh, solid deal. Okay. You got to pay the shipping to get them to me, but I'll pay it getting it back. Right, and, that's uh, cool. We got I've got a couple of guys in our town that are bored at night too, and so we're doing probably 10, 10 sets a week right okay. now. Uh, 
but it's uh it's a service we provide too and uh, a lot of the shops like to do it too because if you if they do the install while you're waiting you wander around and hit the sale rack talk yourself into buying a winston or something like that and uh, (laughs) (laughs) while you're waiting on your boots and the shops like that too but Honestly, we're we're so young as a company. Our brand name presence is limited, so people aren't coming into the shop asking for us yet. Uh, the shops that we have that are very active, that actively sell it, and that have their regulars, and they say, "Hey, have you seen this?" They're going through hundreds of sets a season uh, in in our first year, and but then we get get into shops that don't actively sell us or don't actively do anything how many i mean there's a ton of shops where it's a 22 year old that just stands there and is like hey yeah. <laughs> you know and so and so we don't do well in those stores yet because people aren't coming in and asking for us but yeah like uh give a shout out to east rosebud and billings those guys they're made anytime anybody walks in rich is like hey have you seen this because he's he's a, he's a good he's an entrepreneur he's trying to sell something yeah, yeah yeah and uh everybody's seen everything that's out there new you know a new color reel and stuff like that it gets boring this is something to talk about yeah i mean they look they're they're definitely different yeah know? you know you you notice them for sure um what was i gonna oh if if i'm diy guy do it yourself uh, do you guys have online videos i can yep step we by got step, tim flagler to do our install videos so the cool. the most recognizable voice and i think in our industry he's uh other than nick's yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He's just, uh, did I make you, like he's getting blushed up. I love it. <laughs> he's just shaking his head. <laughs> I forgot. I had something to say and now it's gone. It's I'm gone. sorry, man. Put you on the spot. <laughs> well, I guess the most exciting thing is, is we, we did get named uh, the official traction of the World Fly Fishing Championships this year, uh, which is in Tasmania, uh, which seems like a paid sponsorship, but actually it took six months of testing of our product, and then they invited us to be there. Oh, damn. Uh, we don't have to pay a, uh, a sponsorship fee or anything like that. Wow. Uh, we're the only American company going to be there. Uh, we've got 42 of the competitors wearing us on their own already. Uh, we hope that there will be 300 guys there. We're hoping to get a, a couple, a 100 more or so. Yeah. And uh, we're going to be launching a campaign based on the world's best use rock treads, why don't you kind of thing. And... Uh, get these guys i mean competitive fishing isn't that as famous in the u.s as it is the rest of the world i mean they watch it on espn in europe they love it they're in terms of fly fishing you mean yeah Yeah, and just the competitive that whole sport as a whole it's it's growing here in the states particularly in the appalachian region pennsylvanians and the north carolinians love to have a reason to compete i think and uh it's really growing on that aspect but all these guys they're pros they're gods they're hardcore they they weighed like water buffalo it's unbelievable the fact that our (laughs) They were the we, we were at the 16 games when it was in Vail as an R&D just like we just we knew the guy that was running it and he said sure come you can talk to the guys and we installed them on, on our first original install method to 10 guys and they we saw them at lunch and they were like man these are great they're working really great and they came back at dinner and threw their muddy boots onto our table and we're like they were great but they all fell out you know yeah. and, and, and we're just like oh god and so that 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 led us. We spent another year developing. Was that that the, locking system that to, that's, that that made us develop the locking from. system? Yeah. yeah. And we've yeah. Uh, over the last couple months, we've spent a ton of money on uh, with a CNC machinist guy to try to make us a one piece unit that just screws into the bottom. And all it's done is validate our lockdown system. It's you can't put anything with any kind of surface area in a rubber boot and hope it stays. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. So, I've I've had um, I think the. Is it Vibram that makes those those Vibram. drill in Vibram those cleats that drill in, and invariably at some point they fall out or they pull out. Yeah, and, and I don't know holes. how they pull out because it's weird. Well, you're you're not walking on anything flat, no, it, but you're walking on yeah. a river. It's unbelievable. It's such well, a it, it's contour. also like 
you know, th those rely on a really hard plastic substrate to bit, drill bit into. Right. And it's at the end of the day, it's only locked into plastic and on those threads and that's it. And it's over time, it's just, it gets wobbly and wibbly and then I don't even know if that's a word, but well, the point the hole, is it just shakes out. Then you have a hole out. that doesn't hold anything. Yeah, exactly. It strips out over it. time. Every step you take strips it out a little bit more. You were talking about your reach and, and fly shops, and, and that's what I was, was going to try to say is that I, the first time I saw you was in social media on Instagram, and yeah. people were, were raving about the product. Yeah. They were raving about knock it. Knock on wood, man. We've, we've gone through about 8,000 sets this year. It's awesome. Dude. I've only got one guy that's complaining, and he's... Uh, and if he hears this, he, he'll know who he is. But he weighs 435 pounds, and he keeps breaking the screws in the heel of his boot, and they and then the rock tread falls out. Well, so I that's sent called him, a corner case that you shouldn't even you don't need to worry about. <laughs> right. Don't consider. No, I, sent, I mean he he contacted us and so trying to be good customer service. We I sent him grade eight hardened steel hardened Jeez, bolts really? to go in it and haven't heard from him in a couple months he hasn't broken them yet but nice uh <laughs> that, it's been really positive it's that's, it's that's been cool, shocking and the fact that team usa got all new gear from sims uh, a couple of weeks ago uh they got all new boots and waders and everything to go to tasmania well they sent all the boots to us and we installed rock treads i mean from sims directly to us then out to the competitors and boom yeah pretty cool i would love to have been a fly on the wall in the That's shipping awesome. department that day and they're like That's we're sending cool. these where <laughs> <laughs> but we'd love to work with them obviously uh you know that our door is always open we'll work with anybody we want to be the boa or the vibram of yeah. traction you know that yeah. we're we're meant we're we're equal opportunity employers is it vibram yeah. or vibram they say it's vibram oh okay vibram. Oh, did you oh. correct me yeah. and i was right yeah because yeah. nice. I, I, I i've always heard Shit. it called vibram i have too yeah, <laughs> it's, it's an i down. not an e yeah that's kind of like tybor and tibor same thing yeah it's tybor right? i think it's tybor so i got a i got a um commercial idea for you all right i, I was i was going to tell you yesterday but i figured i'd tell you today um you know, because you're, you're the daughter's shoes with a thing, uh -huh. like a tap dancer, tap dancing shoes with those on, and it's and then and then like quick edits to where you're actually somebody's rock hopping uh -huh. to that edit into that tap sequence, oh, nice. and then back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I think that would be pretty cool. That would be neat. We are getting we got some videos coming out soon where we are uh, crushing beer cans and comparing comparing the aluminums and stuff. And oh, we got yeah, some yeah, cool yeah. slow mo of full beers being exploded, yeah. kind of, but. Yeah, we're open to all ideas, and uh, anybody that wants to uh, help fund us uh, and uh, get us to where we can afford to do more advertising, yeah, we'd be it, happy dude, to. It's <laughs> that's our that's our challenge, man. Yeah, it's like, let's get the word out. You're working on the product so much, and you know it's it's a small team, and the marketing piece well, how, is tough. And how can our listeners find you? We this go is to, a good time to go to it. rocktreads.com uh, and get us there. Uh, Really cheap shipping. Uh, get cool. them, get them anywhere in, in the U.S. in two days, and anywhere else in the world within a couple of days. Are you guys yeah. on Instagram or yep, Facebook? Yeah, Rock Treads, and then Rock Treads USA for Facebook. Uh, nice. And, uh, we just got into LL Bean, so we, that'll be oh, out cool. everywhere. Big. Uh, we're in. Uh, we're in 142 stores in the U.S. now. So if your shop doesn't have it, ask. Uh, we're we've got. We're in a lot of. Montana, uh, Idaho. Idaho has been really receptive to us. The steelheaders there are just, they're, it's, it's crazy. Um, the guys that are uh, buying and, you know, you don't hear, you don't, I have no idea who I'm sending a kit to when it, when, when, when it gets mailed out. And then you, yeah. six months later, you hear, I bought this thing and it was the greatest thing ever. And, blah, blah, blah. and so it, it's been it's cool, man. That's awesome for us. Cool. I, I don't know if we asked, but how long have you guys been in business? 
So we started at this show in 16 with nothing okay. but a concept. And so three years? Yeah, we came here Holy We shit. came here three years ago with the, just the concept to see if it was a viable idea. Yeah. Uh, and then in 17, we we spent some time uh, getting our distribution network, getting reps and, and things yeah. like that, getting the groundwork done. Uh, inventing the uh, and inventing the lockdown style that we have, we launched the kit as a whole as it is in March of eighteen. Okay. Uh, side story: My partner in this, I, I can't not go with this. We we, we went radio silent for a year. Uh, right after sixteen show, uh, my partner's wife was diagnosed with a stage four brain tumor, mm-hmm. uh, and that that kind of took the wind out of everybody's sails. She and my wife are best friends. Oh uh, man. Uh, me and my partner, we've been fishing buddies for twenty years, and. Uh, so then get, we get over that. She gets into Duke, gets in a new trial. Things are looking good. Three brain surgeries later, she's, uh, she's still with us today. Uh, but then in spring of 17, or it was really Thanksgiving of, of 17, Scott's son, Tyler, 12-year-old, was diagnosed with the rarest form of bone cancer uh, in the world. They spent six months at St. Jude, and unfortunately, uh, Ty passed uh, 4th of July uh, last year, same time as this show was last year, so we didn't go. Um, and so just dealing with that and then the whole reality of what, what are we doing in life <laughs> right. kind of thing. And right. it's like, what's yeah. important. So it, my wife and I, we quit our jobs in North Carolina and moved to Montana to raise our kids in the, in the, in the yeah, big or, sky country. We live in a little town of 2,500 now and, uh, just really opens your eyes to what you think's important. Uh, what is important? What are you doing? And all this kind of stuff. It's crazy. The. And it wasn't, I mean, they're our best friends. They may as well be family, but Scott, right. his burden of stress level, he, he luckily rock trades for him. I run, I, I pretty much do everything. He, he's a financial planner and, and, and does all this stuff, but rock trades is a great release for him. Something to not just keep his mind keep occupied. His mind and, not, yeah, yeah. and not, and the financial world is one thing, but that gets boring too. So, yeah. uh, yeah, if anybody's got extra money laying around, give it to St. Jude's, um, I was just going to say, say we're, we're setting up a, a partnership We've with somebody here, and the the donation that we we end up getting is going to be going to St. Jude's. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they don't. You don't as a patient there, the family, everybody. They don't pay a dime yeah. for anything. I right. mean, I've, and they give it. you meal cards. They got places for you to wow. stay. Uh, it's a it's a great great place dealing with what could be the worst thing on the planet. I mean, seeing ten year olds. Yeah. With cancer, it should never happen. Uh, it just rips your guts out. Yeah, and, uh, we we have a one of our buddies, very similar story. Yeah, yeah. and they say there's 200 families a year that have a spouse and a child. Uh, really, uh, 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 that have that deal with cancer at the same time. Uh, it's brutal. Yeah, so not to be a Debbie Downer, but no, uh, that, no. I mean, it's an important message to get out, though. It's you know, yeah. I didn't I didn't know much about St. Jude's, and I've heard this. The the gentleman we spoke to yesterday. Yep on the floor said pretty much the same thing he did yep. about you know, them utilizing all the money. Yep. And they only have 80 beds. It's crazy. You know, wow. It's, it's, yeah. Where in, where in uh, Montana do you live? We're in Red Lodge, Montana, the gateway into Yellowstone. The okay. Pass. It's a yeah. little Is ski town. West Yellowstone area? No, right. it's uh, an hour south of Billings. Okay. Um, gotcha. So it's the northeast entrance into Yellowstone. Um, Awesome. So we got a twelve thousand foot pass called the Beartooth Pass that goes. It's in the back of town, neat little ski hill. Uh, it's got a three mile run on it, and there's never any crowds, and it's awesome. Sounds uh, awesome. It's a town of twenty five hundred with eighteen bars. So 
It's a good, it's a good time. What? <laughs> that sounds awesome. Yeah. That sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah, we got a, we were fortunate we got a little, neat little place that's on uh, this creek, called Rock Creek. Uh, it's about 25 feet wide, uh, freestone. But so the, the rock treads come from Rock Creek? No, the, uh, the, the, the rock treads ended up being about the 15th name we came up with, but it's, it's the one that's yeah. that stuck. And uh, yeah, this Rock Creek's one of 12 in Montana. So okay. there's more famous ones in, Missouri, in uh, near Missoula, but. Uh, it's a fun little creek, and the kids, gosh, I mean, they, you should see my two. They just, as soon as they get home from school, if it's warm out or we got two hours to play, they just head to the river. a swimming pool. Yep. Well, that's yeah. the first thing I thought when I saw that's those right. things on your on your kid's shoes is, you know, every, every dad or mom's going to worry about safety when the oh, kid's yeah. around yeah. the river, you know. Even if just the kids aren't slipping, fishing. falling, yeah. hitting their head. That's when most accidents happen. It's not floating down a river. It's yeah. getting out of the boat and walking along the edge, yeah. right? That so first step. It's, it's huge. What you're doing is huge. Yeah, we think so. Yeah, that's it's cool. Uh, it's simple and uh, you know one little product, but uh, it's get it's getting out there. It, but the the, well. the only reason we're even here is because it works. I mean, it, it it's crazy how well it works. That's the people are like, well, how did you do it, or yeah. why are you doing it? And I was like, because it works. It, I yeah, mean, right. and it doesn't look like it works. Well, that, that's why. I mean, that's the natural conclusion that you get when you hear that you've only been around for three years. Yeah, you know, that's crazy. Yeah, it seems like yeah. We, yeah. Everybody always thinks we're bigger than we are. Yeah. <laughs> or more and popular. Being than LLB, we are. congratulations, man, on all this. Yeah, that was that's uh, awesome for that, us. That was a six month test too, um, and it worked out so well that the buyers in Scotland salmon fishing right now, and he, we sent him a, ne- a new another set because he was he's like I'm going on this bucket list trip. Uh, I'm getting new he boots, and new rock treads, and everything, and and I thought that was cool. It was a testament uh, that they would do that. Awesome, Sweet. man. Are you are you looking to do any co-brands with boot manufacturers or yep, anything like we're that? We're working with six of them right now, um, trying to do do a co-branding option and stuff. So more to come on that. Uh, hopefully sweet, this spring we'll have have something good to talk about Very when it cool. comes to that. And are you guys um, looking at changing up the circle? The no, circle we design? tried. Any, we yeah, tried a ton tried of, a different of different ones. Things. Anytime you had a sharp edge, it uh, it, it gave the opportunity to catch. Uh, okay. Especially on the flat, if you've yeah. got the slate bottoms uh, yeah. that a lot of rivers have, especially on the east coast, uh, it, they would just catch and snag and tri- you trip. With this round shape, it allows it to it'll spin on the post if you do get hung up on anything. Yeah. Uh, and and releases and they only weigh four ounces, so you you essentially you don't even know you have them uh, yeah. have them on. They don't hurt rafts. They don't hurt cra- uh, kayaks. They. I don't. If you don't have mats in your drift boat too, I don't want to get on a tangent. I don't know what what's why do you have this twelve thousand dollar boat and you don't even put a mat on it because right. sand on the bottom of a boot just grinding good. on fiberglass is right. just as bad as anything else. But no, no. So it's really no big deal on a drift boat, uh, especially if you have mats. But there's no sharp points. Uh, we just got back from a, a influencer trip. I'm, social media drives me nuts. A little bit, but <laughs> but uh, it, uh, uh, I'm 42. I just missed the boat on it being fun i think social <laughs> media as a whole yeah. but uh um it's a powerful tool and um but uh the guys on the float planes were like this is the greatest thing ever because the people get on there because there's no felt in alaska and so people have tungsten studs and stuff but they'll poke a hole in the floats that you're oh, walking right, on right, because right. it's so such a hard material and uh, the guys we were with were like this is the greatest idea ever because it doesn't because those floats on a on a beaver plane like a little six-seater 250,000 bucks just for the floats yeah Whoa. and so you get some yokel coming in there with some <laughs> carbide studs poking no. a hole in it. oh they want to yeah it just yeah. it's so painful for those guys so it works works great on that the guys at watermaster are giving us a thumbs up 
on that they don't hurt their floor bottoms and stuff like that so did you um and you don't have to answer this question because it's it's kind of like you know marketing related um so i'll just put it out and you tell me if you want to answer it or not <laughs> uh when you you know you got a new product and i'm asking this question because uh, a part of our audience are they're starting new brands right um in in this space and, and then other other categories did you guys um how did you do do the sales piece of it or is it just you out there doing your inside sales and your outside sales did you did you go with the professional or already had the network established I sort of went with some reps uh, I interviewed 48 different reps in the industry um, over the Holy over smoke. 17 and uh, chose the four that we got uh, when you say over 17 of it years of age 17 no oh, 2017 okay. yeah You're going for child labor no. No. <laughs> and we uh, I interviewed them all and just and and the guys we got. I didn't um, just went with the guys that were younger, hungry, uh, working a lot better, uh, weren't set in their ways, and had some cool brands with them. So the guys okay. we got have some really some of the new That's cooler smart. up and coming brands and stuff, and they are passionate about it. Dan and Anthony, we love you. That's our West Coast guys. Uh, they do great. They they but they do have some big brands too. They've got uh, Anthony's got uh, Lamson and Galvin. Uh, Fulling Mill uh, and, and a couple Douglas Rods and a couple other and, and uh, Dan's got Rising Nets and uh, Douglas Rods and Nautilus uh, reels and stuff. So they they've got s- the, some good, good big brands, but they're also yeah. because they're younger. They're younger by age, so that means they haven't they haven't had the opportunity to get say like the Orvis account or the right, you know, something right. like that. They're they're in there and they're they're really fishy dudes too, yeah. which is is fun. Um, well, I think that, you know, from a marketing perspective, I think what you guys are doing is smart to go after, you know, to try and pair yourself with brands that are being sold that are up and coming brands because mm-hmm. there's there's basically two demographics in the industry right now and one's aging and, and that's like, you know, those are established brands that, that that market goes to. Yeah. And the whole other market that, you know, that, that's in the end, you, fly, you know, the, the consumer is like, well, I don't want to be like in my, my dad's space, so yeah. I, I can't deal with any of these brands so what else is available to me oh that guy that's selling that you know that jacket that's got a three-foot beard he looks pretty cool uh-huh. you know yeah. and then it kind of just spirals from there it does right? no and the younger that's where the growth is in this sport is the uh, i mean the new york times put a story out yesterday talking yeah, I, about I the, saw, uh, uh, the youth like, movement in it i'm gonna do a whole i think we're gonna do an episode on it i think uh, i there okay there were i don't want to talk about it right now i, I, <laughs> I think he's like talking it. about a different article I think it's the was it the one where they were they were talking about the uh, seventeen thousand dollar fly rod and the seventeen thousand dollar creel. I didn't read it yet. Yeah, you want to read it, man? Yeah, but I think you're right with those because you have like Galvin and and Bauer or you know all these different like names of brands you know that that stand out and those are easy to talk about. But when you have like an up and coming cool product. That's easy for a rep to be like, hey, you got to check this out, and it gets and it gets shop owners and everybody around them excited about it. Definitely, yeah. And that, yeah. so to, to finish it, we get, we did that and then uh, did the same thing for Europe and did the same thing for Australia, New Zealand, and then, and got that part done. And so we get, I, I want, I want all the business. I want direct sales and shops, you know, if sure. you want to go mm-hmm. to the shop and get it, that's we're, we want to be yeah. available there too. If you want to buy it from us online, it's going to be the same price either way. So I think you have to do that, man. Yeah. And, uh, and so we're, we're going to focus more this year, this season, I guess, 2020 on getting the brand name out there more so people ask the shops or buy them from us online and stuff like that so cool uh so 
we did the groundwork to be to do the hard. We did the hard part first, in a way. Well, not hard part. The hard part is getting the relationship and getting guys that are actually going to be active, and that have good relationships with dealers. You know, there's mm-hmm. there's, there's a bunch of reps out there that uh, the shops hate them, but they have a product they need, so therefore they're in the shop. You know, <laughs> right. and, uh, everybody hates their drug dealer, but they still got to buy it. From right, us. right, right, exactly. And so that's uh, I feel fortunate to have some of the guys that we do because they're. They're they're bro enough, but um, they're they're in the game they're and, smart. They're, and they're yeah and they're doing it on that's their cool, own too man. and they neither one of them were handed a business or worked for a big group or anything like that. That's so. good. You sell those hats? Yeah, we just got them in too. They're sick. Yeah, this, I like uh, them. They're, they're, we got four styles on the site now. Is that a woven patch? No, they, it's so expensive to get the woven one. I got yeah, the we know, that's what we have. Yeah, yeah, the sublimated dye. But yeah, I've got one. Cool. Of, a, a, God friend of mine in Tennessee has been using this hat for. I've got one of his. I think it's six years old and it hasn't faded yet. So it felt like it was a good yeah. one to go after. The, I really like the PVC patches that are coming out. Have you seen those? The, uh, plastic. They're well. They're um, they're a rubber, mm-hmm. but they're super detailed and they're just super expensive to get. Right. But, but you see them in like mil spec stuff right now, like the you know the arm patches yeah. that like that that Velcro on. Uh huh. And it's got their emblem or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's that technology. Cool. And but the brand, it just makes a brand pop. Like if you got a good, good logo. Yeah. And we like the, see, we 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 we've gone through like twenty eight hundred hats in the last six months. It's crazy. Dude, uh, wow. And uh, so that we want you know show the world that you don't fall down wear yeah. a Rotred's hat. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys drop ship your hats or you fulfill everything out of, out of your? We're, place? we're doing it all out of my house, out of the garage. Uh, so we're. Do you sleep, bro? Yeah, no, yeah. How many hours? I don't have another job, so do it, you sleep? Helps. Well, like, let's. I want to let's talk about your day to day. Like, your, like do, how much do you sleep? Uh, we, we go to and, you know I get no, up you around. You personally, yeah. I take yeah, the kids, walk me through I take it really the kids quick. to school at seven thirty every morning, so okay. I make sure I'm up and start right. the day. But uh, usually two hours in the morning of email and uh, yeah. print and order receipts, and then uh, my wife likes to, she packs those up and, and goes to the post office with that, and then I'm either. Uh, counting screws because uh, there's there's 72 you guys screws. are doing the whole thing yeah every every That's drop awesome. of it uh, 72 screws in the kit you get because awesome. uh, I have no idea how thick your shoe is so we give you enough to build a car with but we want to <laughs> make sure that you, it, they fit yeah and so we have to count those out eight at a time just sitting there but I got a big screen TV and what, podcast I so. want to uh, you know you know about the Wayne thing right yeah I've tried that uh, it doesn't of, work. my brother-in-law is a uh, uh, he designs factories, streamlines yeah, them, and, and yeah. does all that. And I've had him invent all kinds of stuff for us, and none He's of it like, comes close screwed. as fast as eight at a time. Have you looked at any? Are they different diameters? No, they're all the oh, same. You're screwed, bro. I mean, he even made this one a shake tray that it would, yeah, they yeah, would yeah. fit in the like hole and everything. Sand. But it took like thirty seconds to get eight of them out of it, and I can, <laughs> you know, so the hand sorting it is. Put the put the That's headphones funny. on and watch TV and count, and it's uh. I can do about 150 sets a day, uh, in between dogs, kids, and uh, and life, and the phone, and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. we're able to keep up. Um, we run in production probably twice a week. Well, your oldest is coming up online to be productive. You can put her on the bolt the bolt assembly line. Yeah, no, definitely. That's cool, man. And one, yeah, we moved to this town in Red Lodge. Uh, because we knew that there would be a workforce that could help us do this too, so uh, be able to stay in a small town and employ some local people um, as you scale up, hoping yeah. to get there. Yeah, 
cool. Now you got a new podcast to listen to too, right? Yep, definitely, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Tell all your friends. That's, that's one thing about the market that's crazy. I mean, right now there's 17 brands of wading boot on the market, and within that, there's another hundred. There's 136 models of wading boot available to you right now, just in the U.S. from 2019 style. Wow. If you comb the whole webosphere and get a 16 boot or something like that, there's 235 models of wading boot on the market right now. Whoa. It's yeah, those in season minus one is, you know, or minus two, basically it means 16 and 17 or eight, 18 or 17, basically. Yeah. You, if For me, I got a big foot and I always get like just killer deals. Oh, at the, yeah. The 14. At the, <laughs> at the fly shops on the in season minus ones or twos. And they're, I mean, the incremental difference between it's not that much. So you know, it's crazy to show how, how, how big waiting is, I guess, in yeah. the standpoint that there can be 17 brands can yeah. support themselves. Well, it's important to have a comfortable boot and to be, you know, to be hiking or, you know, fishing, yeah. not slipping. I mean, like I said earlier, it's, that was when people came into the shop, fitting a boot was, I think one of the most important yeah. things for a new, a new a beginner. Yeah, definitely. Know? It must be trippy to be a boot designer because you have to, you have to engineer them to be good enough but not so good that they last five years. Right. <laughs> so unless, you're, like, unless you're go to the Danner. How do you Danner? Yeah. Oh, dude. Have you heard, things. What's the news on that boot? $550 retail. They're, <laughs> yeah. They're, I think they look heavy. Yeah. They're, they they're not heavy, as heavy as the big, as the G3 Sims. I haven't uh, put them on. So they, uh, it's a, it's a boot. You they know, look badass. I'll give them that. You can yeah, and, and, and you can get them rebuilt for $180. But I mean, and, and I get that they say they last forever and stuff like that, but it's, it's just, I don't know. It's a little mind-boggling, right? Um, it's a lot for a boot. It is. I, yeah, I even at Prodeo, it's like, yeah. It's I, one of the reasons I, one boot. of the reasons I like your product is like you could, you know, if you if you're on a tight budget, like you could literally go to the fly shop. They rent boots, right? They'll rent a line of boots for a year, and then they have excess inventory. You can go in and probably convince a shop owner to just sell you a used pair of the boots that one of their rental boots, then buy your treads. Put them on, and yeah. you got a you got a good pair. It's kind of like that year. fly line, you know. The sub, yeah. You know, so when we talk about adding yeah. a new fly line to your rod, yeah. you know, and having a whole, it feels like you have a brand new rod. Everything's oh, yeah. brand new. It feels super nice. Yeah, it's almost the same thing. Your, you know? Yeah, don't get rid of your old boots. That's for yeah. sure. Because well, we'll, we'll yeah. hold them together and make them last. Yeah, awesome. cool, man. Well, thanks for coming on the show for us. I know you're probably yeah, busy no, thanks closing for having deals us. and. <laughs> Hopefully, you know. yeah, one, need, one more time. How do people? How do people get you? Yeah, head over to rocktreads.com and uh, for our listeners, if you enter in fries and pickles, you'll get fifteen percent off. Oh shit! How long is that going for? We'll we'll keep it going. Uh, All right. Uh, so it's F R Y S and pickles. That's what we call the tiny not, little fish in the. Do not have the uh, the fries here, or you get the shits and yeah, gurgles. The shits and they're, gurgles. They're bad. Sure. At this, that at this grease place. is uh, so, six trade shows. Old, wait, I think. go oh, back. Dude. That's what you call the little fish in your streams. Yeah. Fries so and baby trout is a fry. Oh. It's, it's technically called a fry, but then we always uh, on the South Holston when we were fishing, like, hey, what'd you catch? And I, got, I got two that were about pickle size. I don't <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty rad. That's we awesome. Like, did, might, did you catch anything have bigger to appropriate today? that one? We call yeah. them, we call those fish the fun size. You know, yeah, you're yeah. catching some big trout, and then you get the little one. You the, know, that's that's fun size. Yeah, striper yeah. bait, striper candy. We call it. Yeah, too. just leave. I it like on fries the, and pickles better though. Leave it too. on the hook and throw it back out there. <laughs> that's awesome. Cool, thanks a lot for us for yeah, your time. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Special thanks to our sponsors. Without them, this show would not be possible. And thanks for listening. If you have ideas or any questions for the show, send an email to fishon at barbless.co or join our Facebook group at 
facebook.com slash the barbless podcast and tap on the visit group link. Also be sure to follow us on Instagram at barbless.co or find us on YouTube. Thanks for listening.